You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about anterior knee pain. So anterior knee pain is a term that's used to describe, just like it says, pain in the front of your knee. It's also been described as chondromalacia patella, which is just a fancy name for loss of cartilage underneath the kneecap, um, or just arthritis and arthritis specifically of the patellofemoral joint, which is the joint between your kneecap and the end of your thigh bone. So this is an extremely important part of your knee, and it's one of those things that even though x-rays may not look this that bad, this can be an extremely disabling problem. So you may not think about it, but when you start to have problems, what you realize is that your kneecap joint is involved and important for getting out of a chair, getting off of the toilet, climbing a hill, climbing stairs. So these people can be very disabled when every single step that they take is affected or aggravated or causes pain due to some problem in this joint. So there can be different types of severity of the problem. There can be this severe end-stage bone-on-bone arthritis. There's no cartilage remaining, and sometimes even the kneecap will be shifted off to the side of what we call subluxed. The only surgical option for those people is a knee replacement um, or a partial knee replacement if the other parts of the knee are perfect and pristine. But for most people, they either have extremely mild or just moderate arthritis of the knee joint. So they're not really a candidate at that point for a surgery such as a joint replacement. So in this episode, I really want to talk to you about why it happens and things that you can do to improve your symptoms if you're struggling with this problem. So Like you may have heard me talk about in other things, a goal of many treatments is to strengthen and to do exercise, but it's quite difficult to do that when someone's in pain. So the first step always is let's reduce pain and symptoms first, and then once the pain and symptoms are improved, not gone completely, but improved, then you can embark on an exercise or therapy or strengthening program, which is gonna give you more long-lasting effects. So when we talk about conservative or non-surgical treatments for managing the symptoms, we have to start back at the very beginning. So is there a potential cause, so an activity? So someone doing lots of squats and lunges, maybe they don't have really much in the way of arthritis, but they have a lot of pain. So first we have to stop the offending problem. So stopping lunges, deep knee bends, Anytime that you deeply bend the knee, the further your knee bends, the more force or pressure on the kneecap joint. So if you have a small problem, it's magnified by the deeper that you go. So number one, try to figure out what the cause is and let's avoid that. Maybe you enjoy walking, but you've been doing a lot of hills lately. Just go to flat and avoid the hills for a while. Let's get rid of the offending problem. Second thing, we have to look at weight as a factor. So if somebody is overweight, again, you're putting excess force and pressure across this knee joint. So you have to look at ways to lower your weight, lose weight, and get your weight into a healthier level because it's going to put not only less force on your knee now, but it's going to slow down the progression of arthritis in the future. 
And then once we've done that, you can look at other modalities to treat pain and symptoms. So the second phase of treating symptoms would be using things like ice or heat. Some people benefit from compressive wraps, creams, ointments, salves, oral medications that you can get over the counter, such as acetaminophen, ibuprofen, naproxen. So these are all different ways that you may combat symptoms. So once we've eliminated the offending problem, you know, assessed as there a contributing factor such as weight, treated symptoms with things like creams, braces, ointments, salves, pills, now we're actually feeling a little bit better. So then we're gonna start with an exercise program. So the most important thing is to strengthen your quad, which is the front thigh muscle. The weaker that is, the more problems that you're gonna have with every activity. But there's sort of a catch-22 because if some friend or person or trainer or therapist says, oh, let's do some you know squats and lunges, obviously that's just gonna re-exacerbate these symptoms. So the simplest exercise to start with, and you've heard me talk about this on previous episodes, is what's called the straight leg raise. So this is you laying flat on your back. Let's say we're talking about the right leg. You're flat on the back on the floor of your bed. Bend your left knee so your foot's flat on the floor. This takes the pressure off your back. And then we're going to engage the right knee. So what we're going to do is pull your toes and ankles up, lock your knee straight, which engages the quad muscle. And then when the leg is engaged, you're going to lift up just about 10 inches, holding it there, bringing it down about eight so your heel doesn't touch, and then back up again to the 10-inch mark, up and down 10 times. And that's going to strengthen your quad. If that was difficult, that really proves how weak that quad is. So that's why it's also good that if the other leg's normal is that now switch positions and do it with your left leg and really see how easy or normal it is on that side. If both are bad, you're gonna benefit both legs by doing it on both. And you're gonna start that exercise 10 reps Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Next week, you're gonna start with 20. The third week, 30, kind of build up to 60. If you get to 60, you can continue that for a number of weeks. Or if you think it's too easy, start back at 10, but now put on a hiking boot or a heavy sneaker, so you're adding a pound or two of weight. So that's the simplest exercise, which may strengthen your quad, but you have to be patient. Somebody that expects to see a difference in the first week is gonna be unhappy. This is a slow process to build that strength up slow. Now, a couple modifications. There's another exercise, what's called terminal extension. So this is a similar exercise where you're lying down, but you're gonna take a towel and you're going to roll it up and you can put some tape or a string around it to keep it there so it's your exercise tool for the next few weeks and you're going to put that underneath your knee so your knee is kind of bent at like 10 15 20 degrees and what you're going to do with this exercise is just take your knee the back of your knee you're trying to push it into the towel and what you're trying to have happen is your heel is going to lift up off the floor so now your leg's straight so if you think about going to the gym where you use the leg extension machine or an ankle weight you know, you're really starting with your knee bent at 90 if you're sitting on a chair and you're lifting your leg from 90 to zero. This exercise essentially takes your knee and bends it from like 10 to 15 degrees to zero, what we call terminal extension. So this works that bottom muscle of your quad, which is extremely important to strengthen if you have kneecap joint problems. And now the third modification that you can, again, do at home on your own without any special equipment, this is targeting what's called the VMO or the vastus medialis obliquus. And you rarely see this muscle except next time you look at a Olympic runner or speed skater, if you look at their quad, you're going to see a sort of palm-sized muscle on the inside of both knees, just above the kneecap. That muscle is the VMO. That helps stabilize the kneecap 
because a lot of times with kneecap arthritis, the kneecap starts to get pulled and shifted out to the side, or what we call a lateral aspect of the knee. And this muscle helps stabilize the kneecap, puts it back in the center. So with this exercise, it's a similar position to what we did with the first one while you're laying flat on your back. But what you're gonna do now is when you engage your leg, pull your toes and ankles up, lock your knee, you're gonna rotate at the hip. So if you can imagine your toes are trying to point out about 45 degrees, almost to the corner, if you were in the middle of the room, it's pointing out to the ceiling corner on your right-hand side, and then you're gonna lift up. It's gonna be a lot harder, and you're gonna be targeting that inner muscle. So this is something that I would recommend after like six weeks of doing the first exercise. This is then a modification, which is going to be a little harder, but targets that smaller muscle. So here you go with a good plan for if you're suffering from anterior knee pain syndrome, or what we call chondromalacia patella, is number one, figure out if there's an offending problem, such as squats or lunges that are aggravating these symptoms, and let's eliminate that. Number two, look at if you're overweight, let's work on ways to decrease the weight, to decrease the force on your knee and decrease your pain. Number three becomes the treatment of the symptoms with pills or creams or braces and salves. And number four becomes this strengthening program to try to improve the strength and stabilize the knee. And this way, even with the same amount of arthritis, you may just have less pain or you may potentially, with a good strengthening program, eliminate the pain that you have, even though there is some mild arthritis still there. So I hope that's answered some of the questions, giving you a good plan, something to start with, a way to decrease your pain and symptoms. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.